So what people forget to uh, think about is your muscles or your body's not playing a joke on you. It doesn't tighten up your muscles for no reason. When you get cut, your blood coagulates. It forms a scab. When your temperature goes up, you perspire to regulate it. So your body doesn't make mistakes. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. Okay, today I'm here with Jason Colloran, muscle activation technique specialist and owner of Elite Edge Training Center here in Atlanta. So Jason, why don't you introduce yourself and who and tell me who you are and what you're about. My name is Jason Colloran and I'm the owner of Elite Edge, as Tom said. Um, so I am a MAT specialist. I've also been through the resistance training specialist mastery level program. And my goal is to uh, kind of raise the standards in the fitness industry in Atlanta. Okay, cool. Why don't we go into what is muscle activation technique specialist? So it's a uh, really in-depth biomechanical evaluation to see what's causing the symptoms like uh, inflammation, um, chronic fatigue, could be pain. Where a lot of other modalities, they just address the symptom with, um, could be a cortisone shot, anti-inflammatories. We actually look at what the cause of it is. So from there, we can do uh, some assessments, active and passive range of motion, um, some other assessments just to see where you might be limited in function, and then um, actually do the muscle testing from there. Now, you do that here at your center, correct? Yes. And you've had a lot of, you've done a lot. I, mean, I know I saw some people on your Facebook page like Charles Barkley, or was, was it Charles Barkley? Yeah, we had Charles Barkley coming in about two hours a day, yeah. every day. Yep. And he's a funny character. No, he's great. <laughs> and now you've started Elite Edge, like when you, we were talking earlier, four years ago? Yeah, almost four and a half years ago. And you went, we go back, uh, let's go back a little bit. We go back to 2007 when I was a, a big boy and uh, joined Knuckle Up Fitness. I was over 100 pounds overweight, which is in today's standards is obese. And uh, I walked in, I met you guys, met you and Craig and a bunch of other guys. And you left for a while and went to Colorado, I believe, to learn this martial activation technique specialist training. Yeah, I went out to an internship in uh, Denver. In Denver. Mm-hmm. And how long were you out there? Uh, so that was an 11 month internship with 10 classes. Okay. And you came back here and started. Uh, Elite Edge Training Center. Right, right. And now you train some of the top athletes in the world mm-hmm. and help them with their muscle activation techniques. Right. So we've had um, we've had a lot of world champions, a lot of high level professional athletes, um, and some of them travel, you know, from as far as Brazil uh, to come here and get some some MAT done, and then also progress into uh, speed mechanics or strength training or conditioning for that particular sport. And we also get a lot of referrals from um, orthopedic surgeons, chiropractors, and physical therapists when they can't figure out what to do with their patient. Okay. And now, what are some of the things you do with muscle activation? What are some of the muscle activation techniques you do to help people out? I mean, you, when, before we started this, you 
worked on me just a little bit and I can notice a great difference just by pushing a few buttons. So go into that a little bit for me. So what we'll do, um, we'll do some active and passive range of motion assessments just to look for any asymmetries that might stand out um, or any kind of mechanical limitations or uh, insufficiencies. So from there, if you've got a limit in, let's say, hip internal rotation, turning your leg in, um, we know that something's not firing how it should. So um, we look at tightness as being secondary to muscle weakness. So that tightness is the symptom. So what people forget to uh, think about is your muscles or your body's not playing a joke on you. It doesn't tighten up your muscles for no reason. When you get cut, your blood coagulates. It forms a scab. When your temperature goes up, you perspire to regulate it. So right. your body doesn't make mistakes. So by undoing that tightness with stretching, ART, Graston, Rolfing, anything like that, you're now violating that protective mechanism that was holding you stable. So rather than undoing that muscle tension that's holding that joint stable, because muscle stabilized joints, we've got to go through and test all the muscles on the other side and see what's not working efficiently. And then um, from there, we can hopefully restore balance and get rid of that symptom. Okay. And you have, this is, this, this is a pretty proven technique. Mm -hmm. It's been around... I think about 15 years now, uh, we've got a lot of MAT specialists with um, professional sports teams. We've got a lot that work hand-in-hand uh, -hand with medical practitioners as well. Okay. Now let's talk about the gym. As, a, as somebody who works out on a regular basis, which I did back then, and you walk into this gym, it's kind of overwhelming. And I wish I could get a picture of this gym, and I might take one before I leave today and see if we can put it on the podcast just so people can look at it, but the gym is massive. Since we're going into the new year, and this is pretty much the reason, and if somebody wants to go from the couch to the gym, walking in here is a little overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And looking at you, you're a little overwhelming, even to me. So, I mean, you're in very good shape, and you, 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 this gym has a lot of equipment. It's a large open space, and it's a, a beautiful facility. Thank you. What, how do you get somebody, when somebody walks in the door for the first time in the new year and says, I want to get help, how do you work with them to get them to that level or to get them to stay committed? Um, so here we take a different approach. Uh, it's very personalized. If you walk in a gym and don't get that personal attention, just turn around and walk out because they're not there for you. Um, here we're there for you. So we ask, a series of questions, even before any of my personal training or MAT sessions, there's at least five or six questions that I'm going to ask because we don't have a preset protocol approach. Everyone's different, so we have to address everyone as an individual. So we'll start out. Um, there is no standard protocol assessment either. So like what you do with NASM or ACE or ISSA, um, just throw all that out the window because that might not be good for some people. They're not ready for that right. assessment. So we've got a lot of different modifications um, so first, we make people feel comfortable. You know, we we um, help them realize that everybody has a first day here. So we're not going to yell at you or push you to something you can't do. You know, we're not a CrossFit where you have to max out and risk injury. Um, so we really pride ourselves on making it safe and effective. So one of the biggest ways is by having kind of strategic progressions. So instead of using a barbell, where other places might start you, we might have you use a resistance band, you know. So we have a very controlled amount of tension through a certain range, and then we can progress you to dumbbells or something like that. Uh, we also utilize the machines that we have. It's a great way to use uh, restraint and support 
and uh, really focus on not putting stress on the joint and targeting that specific muscle. So if you ever go to a gym or hear a trainer say that machines are bad, um, just turn around and walk out because it means they're not smart enough to understand the mechanics of them. Okay. As far as modifying a workout for somebody who just walks in off the street, say Jack or Jill come in for the first workout and they haven't worked out in over a year. So you really don't want to just say, here, take this ball and throw it at the wall. What do you do to modify the workout to the average person who just wants to start getting help? So if it's a strength training day, um, we'll have them use the lightest option. That way we can focus on building the muscular endurance because we don't have preset weights for men or women. Um, we're going to go with what's comfortable for you. So again, going back to you know, the individual. So for those that are ready to progress to the heavier weight or a harder version, we can progress them. But for a while, we'll keep you at the, the easiest option um, where there's still a little bit of resistance, but work on you know controlling it through that range of motion, uh, kind of owning that range before we start throwing or slamming stuff, um, which we, we don't really do. Um, we'd rather focus on it being more controlled and seeing how we can apply force to your body um, in a safe way. So if it's a speed day, we might have you do just half of everything. Um, so a lot of times, if somebody's just starting out, for the first two weeks up to a month, we'll tell them you're not doing the whole class. Uh, that way they're not going to overtrain. So on the flip side, you've got you know the CrossFits and places like that where they want you to come in and go you know full ham and cheese as hard as you can. And then what they don't realize is uh, when you put all that force into your neuromuscular system, you now affect the endocrine system, the immune system. So you're throwing off all these systems in your body because... I mean, you just pretty much trashed your nervous system. Um, but that's one thing they don't learn about or I don't think they care to learn about is, you know, strategic progressions. It's kind of like a callus to a blister. Right. We can slowly make progress and build you up to where you can do the harder stuff. But these other places, and, and uh, CrossFit's a great analogy because they think having blisters ripped open on their hands is cool. So it's, we definitely don't push you too hard. Uh, we're there with you every step of the way. And when you're ready to go hard and fast, then we can go hard and fast. Well, uh, while we're on CrossFit, and one thing that I've I've done some CrossFit with at different facilities, I enjoy it just as much as the next guy throwing stuff around, throwing a ball at the wall. But I know that I'm 57 years old. I can feel it on my joints. You know, I'm not a spring chicken. What? Let's talk about CrossFit for a bit and, and some of these CrossFit boxes that are popping up and why you sh what you should look for and maybe not even why you shouldn't do CrossFit first right off the, right off the couch. So when you go in there, um, you've got to think any gym that has a limited uh, set of tools in their toolbox, uh, like they're big on using a barbell, and a big argument for uh, people that are pro CrossFit is they say, well, it's put a barbell in more people's hands than anything else. And my question is, why would you want to put a barbell in their hands? They're not ready for 45 pounds. And if you've got this preset you know, beginning and end position for their hands, what if structurally they're not okay with that? There's no assessment for them to go through and look at that. Uh, if you look at like a front squat, when I went through the CrossFit level one, they told me because my wrists wouldn't go back all the way, I had to force them. I'm bone on bone. So unless they have a chisel or a belt sander for me, we're not going to get that range. So when you've got these preset choreographed exercises and workout routines, Again, that has nothing to do with the individual. So it's more for, I'd say, the top 1% um, where they're used to kind of abusing their body and they can recover from it. Uh, when I was a professional athlete, I went through a CrossFit workout and I ended up getting sick. 
First, I got bored about six minutes into the 20 of uh, doing three different exercises. And I kind of turned to him and I said, can we do something else? Like, I'm bored of this. I don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over. And then you've got to think, what is the goal? I don't think there is one. I mean, it doesn't matter if you do two or 200 reps if they're all crap. And of course, they'll say, oh, well, we have more coaches than other gyms. It's like, well, they don't have a freeze button when they see that one rep that's going to hurt you about to go bad. So not only that, but why are they maxing out? I had a trainer that wanted me to max out and I ripped my pec off the bone. So you've got risk versus reward. So I guess if you get the lift, you can brag about it to your buddies and it's kind of cool, I guess, until somebody else does it. And if you don't get it, now you're injured and you have to get your muscle reattached or you have permanent structural damage with your spine. So to me, I'd rather have a more strategic approach. So I'd be, I'd be very, very careful uh, stepping into something like that. Right, because that I mean, our bo- a lot of those exercises our bodies weren't meant to do. Right, and they say uh, you know they talk about their ass to grass uh, squats, and they compare it to a baby. If you look at the segmental proportions of a baby versus an adult, the si- the the height of their head is almost the same as the torso. So no, we don't we don't have the same uh, proportions. We don't have the same segmental lengths anymore. Not only that, but have they assess talocrural joint motion? You know, have they looked at the ankle? Do you even have that dorsiflexion? Um, have they looked to see if you have any hip mobility issues? Um, so they just kind of want to go hard and fast. And then with the kipping and the swinging around, if you can't actively get your limb into that range, why would you ha- want to have the inertial load of your body swinging you into that position? So a lot of people I see, they come in with shoulder problems and that's a big reason why. And they're keeping chiropractors in business. Yeah, I mean, if to me, you know, flopping around like a fish is not exercise. Um, and sometimes they'll come in here and they try to go hard, but we do real exercises with a purpose and they throw up or they have to quit. And it's for more than 10 minutes. So we see the CrossFitters at the end of the street running down the, running down the road in the pouring rain, 100 degree heat, or carrying a barbell on one shoulder. Well, great. You just paid 200 bucks a month for scoliosis. By the way, you can't fix that. Or when you get the you know, lateral bulging disc, what was the point? I mean, this isn't the military. Exercise should not hurt. It should be good for your body. So pain is an indicator that something is wrong. But they built this culture that it's cool to get injured and keep going. To me, it sounds pretty stupid. It's like the check engine light comes on in your car, and you just, man, you just go. Go as fast as you can, as hard as you can, until something breaks. And then they say, oh, that wasn't from CrossFit. Well, you thought it was cool when you were injured working out, so. Right. What else would it be? It's kind of like a badge of honor, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it is unfortunate. A lot of people, you know, CrossFit games and all these other things have, have brought a lot of attention to CrossFit. And for your average Joe to go from the couch to CrossFit is a lot. And I don't, I don't recommend it for anybody from, that wants to get healthy. And go, like going into the year, we're all, we're all making New Year's resolutions. You know, you want to get healthy. I wanted to get healthy when I was uh, diagnosed with diabetes. So I went to knuckle up and I did a couple kickboxing classes. I enjoyed it, you know, but I knew my limitations. Right. And that's a big problem as well. That's why uh, I had never heard of rhabdomyolysis until looking in the CrossFit manual. That shouldn't even be a topic that you need to address with an exercise program. There is absolutely no reason to push somebody to the point where their muscle fibers break down and enter their bloodstream and you risk going into renal failure. I mean, to me, that's just, 
it's it's absolutely disgusting that a fitness program would have to worry about that. Right. Um, so they don't understand what people's thresholds are, or how to kind of strategically progress them along. They just want to kind of make a point that it's tough. We know it's tough. We hear about all the injuries. And that, I mean, this takes me to the other the other extreme as these gyms like LA Fitness where they have these trainers that are qualified through their system mm-hmm. to be a trainer, but yet they still don't, they're not analyzing you before they start putting you through the workouts. Right, so they're, they get... Um... We'll start with this. They get paid about seven bucks a half hour. So you kind of get what you pay for there. Um, And then their certification is probably just enough to get them to ask you your name and um, have you sign off on a workout. Uh, They're not going to learn anything in a weekend course. That's a big problem with CrossFit Um, or any any weekend certification course, you know, in the fitness industry for that matter. Um, I've invested over the past six years, probably over $60,000 and I'd say thousands of hours you know, of education. And, uh, that doesn't, you can't, you can't try to compare, you know, elite edge to one of these places where they've got a weekend trainer or somebody that took a, an online course for 50 bucks. And now all of a sudden they're certified and you know what, they're still doing the same exercises they were before high school or in high school, even though they, you know, read a book. So there's, there's zero practical application. So that's one of the biggest problems with the fitness industry is, even if you have a trainer that has a bachelor's, master's, doctorate in uh, exercise physiology, um, exercise science, there are zero classes with practical application. So they're great at taking tests, but I've had trainers in here with master's in exercise phys, and they can't even show a deadlift properly. So wow. they know nothing about form or function, but they know how to read a book and write a report, maybe look at a case study. But I mean, that's not going to do anything for your health. Right. And one of the things I see at LA Fitness a lot, the, the re- same exercises, if you go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the guy's doing the same exact workout with that person on Monday as he did on Wednesday as he did on Friday. Yep, and so. he's not switching it up, and he's basically a rep counter. And when I'm in if they're not texting, usually they're busy texting, but I was just going there. I, if I was the client and you were texting, I grab the phone off out of your hand and smash it on the ground because I'm paying for your time. So let's go to another place. I mean, you're here in Atlanta. This is going to go nationwide. What, What do people look, what should people look for in a good trainer? The number one thing that I would look for, uh, the letters behind a trainer's name would be RTS, resistance training specialist. So whether they've been through the RTS practical or the RTS mastery, they're going to have a much more in-depth and complex understanding of how to kind of create a more organic experience for you. I know for me, my goal is to always exceed someone's exercise or fitness expectations. Um, So with RTS, you know that not only have these people gone above and beyond uh, to take a certification that they don't need, but they're all there to help people. That's why we take these classes. So RTS or MAT, I would definitely look into uh, anybody with those letters behind their name. Then on top of that, just having a conversation with them. Um, they should be perfectly open to, to talking about your needs and um, talking about why exercise programs may have not worked in the past or possible correlations, causations with why some exercises don't feel right. Um, but if they, if you go in and they have a standard protocol program to put you on, or um, they're going to pass you off to another trainer, that's not a place you want to go to. And if you're going to spend your money, you may as well spend your money on somebody that's going to do it right. Right. And, and some people look at uh, it being a, a price point issue. 
great example. I had a woman come in two years ago that was going to a CrossFit. She couldn't even squat properly. Um, so I talked to her about that and she came in, um, two years later for MAT because she had a total knee replacement done. Wow. Now I'm not implying anything, but I I think, uh, I know what happened there. And, um, you know, she, uh, she had an objective of, well, it's $20 more a month here. It's cheaper there. And they give me more attention, bad attention, you know, no matter how much there is, doesn't mean it's, it's worth it. So, so yeah, she saved uh, $20 a month. Um, and then that probably helped in paying for her total knee replacement. So I would definitely pay a little more for someone qualified and um, get it done right the first time. Right. Because if you're with a kind of a, a shoddy trainer, you know, you can't undo those, uh, the structural damage. Structural damage is long term. Right. So if you're, if you're doing damage with the cart- uh, cartilage, ligaments, uh, things like that, or, or, you know, spinal issues, you can't undo that, that structural damage. That's permanent. So it's much better to invest in someone that's invested in themselves and can actually give you a safe and progressive experience um, than someone that's just been through a weekend class that, you know, I mean, you can go, you can go train with somebody in the park for 10 bucks to jump on a park bench. That's perfectly free. Um, just to say you work with a trainer or you can actually find a uh, more of an exercise specialist or exercise professional and um, actually learn what's best for your body. And now a word from our sponsor. We'll be back in a minute. We all know that eating healthy is a part of becoming a better person. But if you're finding the organic and non-toxic products too expensive or hard to find, then ThriveMarket.com, the healthy online shopping club, is your solution. Like the Costco meets Whole Foods for everything healthy online, you'll get the best organic and non-GMO brands up to 50% off retail prices shipped nationally to your door for free within two to three days. When you become a member, ThriveMarket.com will donate a free membership to a low-income family, teacher, or veteran so we can all thrive together. You never have to pay full price for healthy food again. Go to thrivemarket.com slash the rebel health coach to get your free jar of coconut oil and 15% off your first order. This offer is valued at $18 and available for our listeners only on this special link. So here it is again, thrivemarket.com slash the rebel health coach. So let's talk about... MAT stands for muscle, muscle activation technique specialist. Right. Okay. So those are that's one of the one of the criteria to look for for a good trainer. Mm-hmm. And the other one was what was the other one again? I'd say the first one to look for is RTS, it's resistance training specialist. Okay. Um, so that was developed by Tom Purvis. He was actually one of the founders of NASM and um, several other exercise programs. And uh, I think. I think they just weren't evolving and they weren't um, changing the science component of it. And probably a reason is because they can run more people through and make more money if they don't, because it's easier. So his program is, um, it's excellent. There's no theories or biases and everything's broken down with math and science. And we learn, you know, how to handle everyone as an individual. I have a client who she went to a gym. I'm not going to mention the name. It's a local gym. I already dogged on LA fitness and some, I'm sure I'm going to hear from the CrossFit people after this goes live, but, you know, I have my own thoughts about CrossFit, and they are that, you you know, basically, like we talked earlier, you you can't put that type of exercise on your joints on a regular basis or you're going to have issues. 
But she went to a gym locally here. After, she quit after a week because she couldn't take it anymore. Wow. And I'm like, you know, she was like, well, what do I do? And I'm like, you got to find the right gym. Mm-hmm. I said, let's look at some trainers that I know of, you know. But, I mean, this is the time of year when gyms, well, we're going into this. By the time this goes live, it'll be January. I want to talk a little bit about programs to address medical conditions. So say somebody comes in here and they have, I mean, let's face it, they're obese. And I know you have a program coming up in the first, is it the first of the year? Yes, first of the year. Okay. And it's a class. So uh, one of the things that people look for in a gym at the beginning of the year is like, a lot of people like classes. Mm -hmm. So you have a class starting up. And I also want you to plug your gym and where to find you because so, but right now I want to talk about classes that are available. So there's, there's spin classes. There's, but you don't have spin classes. You have, you know. But there's cl- uh, kickboxing classes, which you offer a kickboxing class. But let's talk about. I think a lot of things that people going from the. I think people like working out with other people, and they don't feel as lost as. I see a lot of people that go to the gym at LA Fitness, and they walk around doing exercises that nobody even. I mean, there's funny videos all over YouTube about right. people doing goofy stuff on machines, but nobody ever teaches them. They just right. sign a gym membership and they go in there and they they start working out. Which I'm I am one that's taken pictures in the past, but I kind of stopped doing that because I now started to, now I realized I need to stop and walk up to them and say, "Hey, do you need some help?" Which a lot of people don't do. They sit there and take photos, and it goes on Facebook, and they are funny. There's some funny ones out there. That's the thing about the exercise industry is everyone's already an expert, even though they haven't taken a single class about resistance mechanics, musculoskeletal mechanics. But by golly, they got Google. So everyone's an expert, and they can all train themselves. But we've got a pretty high obesity rate. We've got a lot of people that get injured exercising, but there's so many experts. Right. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Hmm. So let's talk about that. Talk about classes and talk about gradually working somebody from the – We've went down this path already once, but talk about your class classes more and why it interests the beginner and what you feel, why it helps the beginner to get involved. So here, um, we're not asking you to do a preset weight, um, preset choreographed exercise. We'll have modifications for everything. Um, we've actually... We get a lot of people that sign up here because they were injured somewhere else and they know that it's not going to happen. Um, so we don't do exercises that are going to be harmful, you know, especially to the structure. So the strength training classes are very precise. We're not just looking to get from point A to point B and call it an exercise. We'll look at kind of the active working range. Um, so our programs are based around strength training. So with the strength training, we're going to get what's called a physiological adaptation. So your body is going to try to adapt to the physical stress that you throw at it. So if we're lifting, um, you know, if we've got a good bit of resistance that we're, we're uh, using as a challenge, then your body's going to respond by trying to build muscle to kind of catch up to that challenge. So we've got these adaptations that are going to take place. And in the process, when you increase your lean muscle mass, you're going to stimulate your metabolism. Um, so then, of course, you'll burn more calories at rest and things like that. But um, also, by doing the strength training, you're going to be more stable because muscles stabilize joints. And the way it's structured is uh, we have legs on Monday, an endurance day on Tuesday, so that'll help with recovery from Monday, then Wednesday's upper body. So that'll give you a break from Monday and Tuesday, help your legs recover a little more. Thursday's a speed and agility day. So if you want to train like an athlete or if you miss uh, you know, basketball practice, 
uh, football practice, things you used to do in high school or college, this will be perfect for you. Or if you're, you know, in season or, or still playing, it's really going to help you with your technique. Friday, we have kind of a combination of everything. So it's for the um, kind of people that like the spirit of CrossFit and the competitive aspect, but we don't ask you to compete. If you want to go hard and fast, you can. If you want to go slow and, you know, be more precise, you can do that as well. And then Saturday morning, we have a speed class, a heavy upper body class for the guys that want to work on the aesthetics. Um, then we also have Olympic lifting with um, an actual former U.S. Olympic athlete and a sports Pilates class. So we've got a really well-rounded schedule. Um, I'm not going to offer classes that aren't going to be good for you. We don't really do uh, fluff. So that's why when you come in, it's it's going to be challenging. Um, but again, there's going to be progressions. And uh, the way the schedule is, is uh, structured. You can come in four, five, or six days in a row and not overtrain anything. Now, as a member here, can you come in and work out by yourself? No, we, we don't allow that. And I compare it to having open access to a mechanic shop. Would you know how to fix your car with all those tools? Okay. Sure, you can probably beat something with a hammer and figure out a screwdriver, but uh, if you've got to change an exhaust manifold or um, you know fix a distributor cap, you're not going to know what to do. Okay. Now you can assume that you know you're an expert, but it's basically like unlimited personal training. So if you're coming to the classes, you won't have any need to do anything more on your own. Now, do you schedule your your class schedule work around the average working person? Yes, we have uh, very early, 5.30 a.m., and then early 6.30 a.m. And for the um, stay-at-home moms or self-employed, we also have the 9.30 a.m. And then uh, 5.30 p.m. for the people that can get out of work early and get here, and then the 6.30 p.m. for for those that it might take a little longer. Because we've got people that drive from Marietta, North Alpharetta, down by Turner Field. I mean, some people drive 45 minutes to come here just to work out. That's cool. Now, what about recovery? Let's talk real quick about recovery for the beginner. I mean, the first day you're going to work out, you're going to go home, you're going to go home sore. Right. So let's talk about a little bit of recovery and how to maximize your recovery. So um, recovery is an interesting subject because uh, the word recovery to most people just means rest. Um, If you're resting, you're not going to get as much blood flow as if you were a little bit active, which is going to help you recover faster. So the industry as a whole, not only the fitness industry, but I'd say kind of rehabilitation as far as physical therapy and things like that, they also need to to take a second look at it because if we are going to increase the blood flow with light active recovery, it's going to help out quite a bit more with reducing, you know, the inflammation that you feel. So with recovery, I would definitely do something light um, just to get your heart rate up, kind of increase blood flow, and then you'll actually recover a lot faster. If you're not doing that, you're probably going to be sore for longer. Good. All right, now let's talk about where you're located, where can people find you, and what classes you got coming up in the new year to get people off the couch. So coming up in the new year, we do have a, um, I don't want to call it like an on-ramp program, but a beginner's program. Um, So we will get you used to putting some force into, you know, your muscular system. We're not going to put too much in. It's going to be, you know, almost micro progressions at, at a kind of to that extent. Um, So we'll start you out very, very slow. So there's nothing to be worried about as far as being too intense. And we'll have a group of people that are, you know, all starting out together. We just started a six-week challenge with some people that have never worked out before in their life. And already some of them have been starting to integrate our regular classes into their training schedule. So as they see fit, they can absolutely jump in and try, you know, part of a class or a whole class. Uh, We definitely encourage it, but we also might cut them short. 
if it's a tough class, we might stop them after 15 or 20 minutes and say, you know, that's enough for today. So we are located in Shambly, just north of uh, Buckhead and Brookhaven, but still inside the perimeter. Our Facebook and Instagram are Elite Edge ATL, and we'd love for you to stop by and exceed your fitness expectations. What's your uh, website? It is EliteEdgeATL.com. All right, cool. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule and showing me the muscle activation technique that you uh, performed on me that helped me amazingly. I, I, it's crazy. So I'd like to, I, I, I'm actually interested in learning more. So, and uh, I appreciate you, man. We've been friends for a long time. I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thank you, Tom. All right, man. Have a good day. Thanks. Thank you for joining in today with the Rebel Health Coach, Tom Underwood. And be sure to subscribe to the show so you can catch all the episodes. With desire and commitment, you can implement a lifestyle of wellness and fitness. For the support, encouragement, and tools you need to be successful, visit TomUnderwood.net.